0: Hi, my name's Clark Reynolds, a.k.a. The Blind Braille Artist. And my name's Steve Baker, and I'm Just Good Company. Together, we create the podcast Art Sight. We're travelling along the South Coast for an Arts Council funded project to explore what audio description is. As an artist myself, who's blind, I like to experience the art like it was attended. So Steve creates that for me. we are again. Here we uh, are again. After a lovely lunch break, um, after the wonderful Barbara Hepworth Museum, uh, we're at the Tate, Tate St Ives. Who'd have thought two blokes in Portsmouth are going to do a podcast at, at Tate St Ives. It's a beautiful location.
1: The sea is, is right there, the lovely white sand of the beach and the sound of the ocean just rolling in. Such a, a magical place.
0: And we have just come from a sculptural garden, and this, big, this building is a sculptural masterpiece.
1: It is. So, so when you're walking up to it, it, it stands out on the seafront. It's sort of right it's like in the like a castle. Heart. A castle. And it's built on um, the site of a gas
0: works. So, so it has, has the, 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 the footprint of this circular structure.
1: And so as we walk up the front steps and we walk in, the first thing we're walking into- It feels like a
0: Greek amphitheatre is an amphitheater and there's cushions all around and steps going
1: up. It's quite a large round space. And, you know, they can have events in here and you can imagine them doing some really creative works and talks and interactions and, you know, the local community. And we know they do a lot of community work. And so as we we walk through this space.
0: It does, it does feel very Greek.
1: And you're probably going to get the sound of the different spaces and the echoes because what we know is that this is uh, a multi, a multi kind of Um, The the rooms are different and we've been told that there's different spaces that we're really looking forward to.
0: Apparently people get lost. (laughs) So (laughs) do follow us when we uh, go on this journey because, say, we we haven't got a floor plan.
1: No, so we like to explore ourselves, you know, being curious in the world. So
0: So as you can hear, you know, there's electric doors to guide us through. And the whole thing is built of um,
1: sort of sandstone in colour. And as you walk through, it's bright and airy. And as we walk through the main entrance, you can hear the doors swinging open for us to, so we don't have to. And there's some tactile flooring. And, you know, once again, it's very busy. I mean, like I say,
0: it feels like we've entered a the church. Yeah, and the, the ceilings are so high. And obviously, this huge stained glass window as you walk in gives it church like uh, feel towards it. So, um, yeah, on
1: the left hand side, straight away, there's a huge window which is coloured glass, which is all these abstract shapes and bright colours. And it's reminiscent of the sea. We're talking
0: about abstract shapes. It, this, this place is built on those abstract shapes of the artists that lived in Tate St. Arves. So you've got the squares, you've got the circles. It's all about that geometry.
1: And they've taken inspiration from the gas works the big gas cylinders. And, and that's, you know, what we've been told is that that sort of inspired the various different sections of the gallery. But once again, this bright window, it's absolutely huge in the reception area shining down these different colours, very bright pinks and blues, really primal colours giving sort of the feel of the ocean and maybe the sunshine and the way the waves are working down there. So you all get a sort of very open feeling as you, you walk through or straight into the gallery. Once again, very busy. So you're probably going to get a lot, background a lot, noise lot of noise which of, is of good. Other people having conversations and really enjoying their experience.
0: And, and as you see, the, the sound has changed because we've, we've walked into another... Uh, echo uh, cylindrical room, cylindrical, it's really high ceilings, so double height
1: ceilings, and this whole room, this whole circular room, uh, once again, what, you know, glass tiled brick wall all the way up the front of the building, once again, it's shining so much light inside, and there's these huge murals on the wall of very interesting
0: Dystopian I-
1: illustrations, isn't it? Almost Dali type,
0: you know, Dali, they've yes. got legs
1: and... and legs sticking out and steps going up and eyeballs sort of being crushed down and chimneys with smoke coming out and a bird with a light as its, as its head uh, and we're on the, the ground floor so we're just literally walking into the main building and there's a, a sculpture here with a, a does do, it, does a it do echo not, the... they've got a symbol for do not touch ah, our hand with a line so, line so unlike the Barbara Hepworth all the sculptures by those I don't think we're going to be able to touch a great deal but it sort of certainly gives you a sense of grandeur as you walk in,
0: doesn't it? It feels like you're in a contemporary gallery straight away. Uh, out uh, this, this round room, uh, the height of it, it's, it gives you... And we're going up the stairs, there is a lift, but we're going we're to go, because yeah. we're going to the, the third floor, aren't we? We've got to go all the way out to walk around a
1: horseshoe, which is all we know. Uh, but in this, right at the top of this space as well, there's these circular windows with, the, with like portholes looking straight in to the space and when we get upstairs we'll probably get the chance to look back down.
0: It feels like the, 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 the first section of a lighthouse.
1: Yeah, it's a light in this big window here is almost like the, the light that would beam outwards. So, and the floor is, is this slate tiles everywhere, slate tiles at the moment, sort of giving very kind of... If you didn't have clean. the art
0: on the wall, you would not believe this is a gallery. The building doesn't scream art because of the nature of what we're seeing, it's only on the, on the walls, literally. And, they, and all the walls that we're seeing so far
1: are murals, the same kind of, This as we're walking up the first flight of stairs, there's just a little stairwell, and there's another mural on a curved wall going round, which is, looks like it's all out of charcoals. And it looks like you're looking out of a cave. It's a very quick description of that. And then up another flight of stairs. These stairs are, are wooden, so you can probably hear the, sort of tip-tapping of Clark's stick as he walks up the stairs. Uh, and now we're at that first window. So you can, now we can look right back down on where we were just a, a couple of minutes ago, and you get a different angle.
0: We talked about windows mm-hmm. and views from the Barbell head one. And uh, this one is given the view of, of that cylindrical form we were downstairs. But also across, uh, literally across, the, you can tell there's something going on through this one parallel to the, the, the other window across the front. Yeah, so we're being intrigued to be taken through the space by
1: the windows. And again, up the stairs. And as we go up again on the stair landing, there's another mural against the wall.
0: And the walls are like bay window shaped, these murals that were going up the stairs in each of the verandas. Yeah, so this
1: one, once, so we're up high and this one, you know, this shows that the mural the is mural actually the, uh, the, the, the circular shape of the wall is actually... Uh, it's not flat. So the actual mural has kind of got some depth to it. And this particular mural looks like a, like a volcano exploding. Uh, and it's double height ceiling. So we've got grand pieces, grand murals just... Um, actually, this is a canvas. Oh, is it a canvas? Yeah, this whole piece is a huge canvas wow. hanging all the way down. So three, three stories. Uh, this canvas so we can see right down to the bottom floor we're on the second floor and it goes right up to the top where
0: it's unusual it's in the stairwell and obviously there is a viewing bay that you must cut into the staircase yeah but people are just walking up the stairs stairs. yeah
1: they're walking past us they're walking up the stairs they're not taking time to look at this huge piece of art which must have taken some effort to make So I believe we're, we've now come to the, the top. Uh, so I think we can. Um,
0: so we're standing
1: in, in, in on the third floor. We're in. Uh, there's, a, there's actually a beautiful window looking out to the whole
0: sea and the beach. Again, that that the window that. Frames frames the art frames the view. You're framing
1: nature in this
0: case. And we're talking about like the the idea of there's lots of squares in this building. Absolutely, and so this square is not just a window; it's it's a geometric art form.
1: It's lovely. Everything about it feels like it's been curated to to draw you through. And actually, in this this top, I suppose we're in the, the lobby almost of the gallery, and it's in these circular spaces. And in this one, there is another floor, which is the cafe and the terrace above. And there's two stairs going up either side, like a very grand staircase as you would, and, but you can't see what's up there. So in a way, I kind of feel like I want to go straight upstairs and, and
0: look at the terrace, but
1: we know the gallery is through this way. So should we, should we take a look straight there? Yeah, let's it? go
0: through. Again, it has that church-like quality. We're going like tall, tall ceilings. Um. And so, yeah, we're walking through.
1: And, I believe this... Is it that one? Yeah, this is the, the way through, yeah. So, we're we'll just walking straight in What, oh, you side. got your ticket, Steve? I think yeah. we're okay with our lanyard. Right.
0: Yes.
1: all right? Hi. Hi. Nice to meet you. Nice
0: to meet you. You're all right? I'm we're cool, yeah. Thank
1: you. Okay, so...
0: It's wow. quiet. It feels quiet in here. So We've just closed, so closed the doors on, on the sea. You could hear the sea from on the veranda. But in here, the it, has, it has that library. We talked about, should we actually talk in galleries? And this one is so quiet. Uh, we are talking about, because we're on a podcast uh, and I'm vision impaired, so you have to talk about the art for me. But again, it, no, everyone is so quiet and, and the world has been shut out.
1: Yeah, and it, it, in a way, having gone uh, talking about other galleries and that kind of brushed concrete floors and white walls, you know, this is like that. You know, the art in overall has been displayed very specifically around the room. It's a double height ceiling. Once again, if you look up to the ceiling, you so can probably the feel the echo.
0: One, you know, the ceilings next to are quite high, that building.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, it's, it's nothing like the Exeter Gallery. I think this is a different overall space, but I was struck by the quietness. From there to here, it's, Interesting. The bustle and,
0: outside, isn't it? And,
1: you know when we talk about people standing in front of art for, what, 50 seconds, a minute and a half, not talking to anyone, you know, it's kind of, it's a step back to that, isn't it? You know, we, you know, we're often the only people that are actually talking to each other, and here, that's exactly what's happening.
0: It feels, even though you said it was quite high, the room feels claustrophobic. I don't know how I understand it. feels very, feels like narrow. Is it the way, because the way the art is... You can't get near the art yeah
1: and you know the um before we've spoken about those those uh you know when the, the, we were talking about why they cordoned off and because of insurance purposes so people don't go and touch you know this this space has them as well so it's kind of like a step back to you know a traditional space you know a more curated space um you know having come from sculptures to this you know having that freedom to this it's a very different way to interact with the art it's encouraging you to be reflective and contemplative. But you can be reflective whilst talking as well. Well, yeah, well, our style isn't really about quietness, is it? It's about enthusiasm and enjoyment and immersiveness. I can't see much in this room at all. I don't know, the light light in here is very dulled. So the floor is actually sort of um, that sort of uh, rubber-esque. Can you feel it with your stick?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hard-wearing.
1: Yeah, very. I mean, it's been built to last. I just want to take a. describe this particular exhibit, and there's a little description on the wall. Um, And so this this exhibition is called Modern Conversations. Just a little excerpt from that. It says, what does it mean to be modern? This five-room display asks the question through a hundred years of British and international art drawn largely from the Tate collection. These works reveal different
0: views on modern life from Cornwall and elsewhere.
1: So is there anything that, any particular direction you want to... Obviously,
0: I like the idea of well, I work in circles, uh, which I, <laughs> And there, there could be some circles, abstraction art. I mean, again, over here, it seems to be I mean, a very interesting eclectic-ness of about it. You know, that's what modern art is, it's very eclectic, you know, huge pieces, small pieces, pieces that all tell stories, something different about it through, line work and brush works. Um, yeah, and it's a it's weird, like I say the light in here for my eyes, it feels like, I know there's colour in it, but it feels like the colour has been sucked out of the environment because of, of the way it's lit. Yeah, the big white walls. are not reflecting the light back onto the art somehow. It's, it's like absorbing immediate. it, it's like absorbing the art. It's a,
1: it's, I suppose it means that the art is there you know lots of buildings interact with the art in different ways these rooms perhaps you know they seem to be created to just that's the art there it is let's not influence it by the building it's just there so let's take a look at some pieces i mean there's a there's a really colorful piece right in front of us There's which is a great big um looks like a tapestry and it's about four four meters in height maybe two and a half meters wide and it looks like a very, you know, we were, we were touching African artefacts uh, just uh, only, only yesterday, weren't we? We were touching African artefacts and this piece is, is like that, very bright and vibrant colours. And it looks like a totem face um, with the eyes that
0: are round with sort of, I suppose... And it's got... fabric, it's not paint on fabric, is it F- fabric on fabric? Can you tell? I know you can't get too close. It, it looks like paint. It's painted. There's no stitch marks Oh, there are we can make some,
1: There are some, um, if I can just sort of look to the side, there are some, there are some parts that are stitched and um, that are actually raised. So if you were to touch, it would be quite a very tactile. So a lot of it is painted with geometric shapes and that sort of totem nature, you know, it's got a nose and it's sort of got a mouth and sort of great big swirls. It's very bright, you know. It kind of reminds me of a, a very comfy throw you might chuck on your bed. Um, obviously, very expensive. Na- like
0: native uh, Africa or native um, uh, North American influence? Yeah, yeah, that sort of Indian type thing, and, and so it's really bright. And it's weird it, how it's the, to... it's the
1: brightest piece in this room it really draws you in. Well, George, I think this is the first thing that George drew to me. So this artist is Pasita Abad from 1946 to 2004 born in the Philippines and worked in Bangladesh, Java, Philippines, and Singapore in the US. And it's called the Congo Six. Acrylic paint, silkscreen, plastic buttons, mirrored glass, wool, ribbons, thread, and textiles on canvas.
0: Oh, where's the plastic buttons? The buttons? Let's have
1: a close look. Um, uh, I think they're along here, along the bottom. So they're sort of mirrored. So you've got some sort of tiny little mirrored buttons uh, that are shining through. And uh, yeah, if we step back from it, you might might get a different perspective, sorry. Just trying to avoid bumping into art and people. It's looking his eyes. If it's if its eyes are looking cross-eyed. <laughs> one all the way to the, the right and one all the way to the left. Very interesting. It's really it's an
0: eclectic room, you know, there's nothing nothing fits within our piece. Yeah, they're they're all different. It's like someone's just come along and say, oh, yeah, I'll put this one here, you put that
1: one there yeah there's there's lots of people here i know well, i mean all of the galleries we've visited so far on this mini tour uh have been very busy
0: well tate, tate uh as itself is a tourist place so you get you, you know you get tourists from all over the world wanting to come because tate is such a big name
1: okay yeah, and i've noticed because of the number of people and because of the way the gallery is you're lowering your voice, my friend. I know. you Are Are you feeling inhibited in it any feels way? Like,
0: it feels like, uh, yeah, that, I, it's really strange, the idea of us talking in a gallery, because this is what I wanted the idea, when we started this podcast, the idea of visiting a big gallery. So Tate St Ives is the biggest gallery on our podcast. And it's one of those galleries that has a certain perspective regarding art. You know, we, We're just talking about modern art. People going to walk by and thinking, oh my God, I could do it, you know, why is that done? Also, I feel conscious about walking through here with my white cane as someone who can't see, and, and discussing art. And it's really strange. I, this first time I felt that.
1: Yeah, because it's not like you're doing that consciously. You are being affected by the gallery and by the way other people are acting in that space. So you're being affected by a group norm, which is causing you to lower your voice. Be slightly more inhibited, you know. Be very conscious of those things around you, not use your car. I know you, mate. You know, normally down the high street, you're like, oh, I'm coming, you know. <laughs> in here, you know, I feel like it's, it's, it's really taking yeah. an edge off of, of the Clark Reynolds I've come to know and love. Mate. It's strange how come again, back we, out your It's not we, I place to stop.
0: We talked about how buildings make you feel, and this, this building, I know it's a gallery. It, it and you know, it's modern art, but it, it has its roots. You feel out of place? Yes. Yes, even though hopefully one day I'll exhibit in Tate Modern, I still feel out of place because it still feels like I don't so belong. do you think it's
1: more about your perception of places like this rather
0: than this place itself? Maybe so. It's a weird thing to say. It's, I mean, I'm no shrink, but it, it, it's made me feel differently coming into this space. I know, because just 10 minutes ago, you are super excited. You know, your voice was raised up.
1: I mean, normally on the levels, on the podcast, I'm thinking you're trampling on the levels every time <laughs> we're going through because you're beaming out all this volume. But you know, you've lowered your voice. You've, you've healed your demeanor. I think mean, it's interesting to see the effect of, of this space on you. Yeah, but we I mean, are I I'm, getting... I'm not, I'm not, con- I'm not going This is got... that because it's not my role to play.
0: I think it's the barriers. I think the barriers play a big part. Again, when I walked in, I think, even though they're big spaces, there's a lot of art here. For me... Do you think it's the other people, or is it the uh, space? Maybe the space, the barriers, there's so many more barriers. I think any guy... I mean, we saw some barriers at Patent House, but there weren't as many as this, and it just feels like the the space has been constricted, and I've been constricted as a viewer.
1: What, well, so all of these sort of spaces where you're not allowed to touch? You know, there's mistakes that could be made, not on purpose. No. You know, you might walk into something. Yeah, that's what you, it feels you, like. You know, that sort of thing. But. Uh, I mean, my feeling. I suppose I feel a little bit more uh, restrained. Not, I don't feel restrained because of the building, because I can see everything. Mm. I feel restrained because of the behaviour of the other people in the gallery. Um, you know, no, you know, there's there's a low hubbub in here. You know, if you think about back to the RAN yesterday, you know, it was noisy. I mean, you know, there was there was lots of people in a way, sort of not disrespectfully acting in the space, but following their enthusiasm into the space and that was causing a certain level of hubbub that was going on here everyone is observing everyone is you know you can see people talking but it's like a a very quiet it's almost like you're in the cinema and you don't want to interrupt anyone and so therefore you whisper in their ear and then they look back and they whisper something back
0: and what then, I find interesting also is how it, it's curated. The art, I it's very it's everywhere. There's no no linear. Which is unusual in in a contemporary gallery, you know, you've got the big pieces, small pieces, you've got pieces two feet off the ground, you've got pieces so high up. It's it feels like when you go to the, the RA show where art is everywhere, and the collectedness of it, these this it's just really strange. That's why it's really hard to pinpoint something to my eyes to pinpoint because there's, there's the way that it's all been it's all hung. evened out there's sort of a flatness
1: you know maybe that's respectful to each of the respective artists in the space no one's overshadowing anybody else so I mean I, I mean usually at a point like
0: this I would say what pieces do you are you drawn to it feels like saturated for me I, I quite I mean I, I I quite like this piece just because um the the mondrian-esque about um you know that linear you talk about linear and structure
1: yeah um, so this is so what you'll probably be picking up is this is very geometric black lines uh giving shape and you know rectangles and squares and right in the middle there's one of the panels of of those geometric shapes is bright yellow and beneath that there's a black square inside another box and then right down the right hand side there's a a straight up blue panel all the way down the side so you know there's a it's a very sort of modern abstract piece and so this piece is by Marlow Moss Uh, it's untitled black white blue and yellow and so Is that white, is it? So he applied mathematical principles to abstract paintings and and developed the graphic double line motif in a letter to Dutch painter Piet Mondrian, Moss explained the, the dynamic parallel lines as a continuity of related and interrelated rhythms in space. Convinced by Moss's explanation, Mondrian adopted the double line motif in the same year. So, wow, that's that collaboration of, of thought and space. I mean, so, I mean, whilst it may feel more traditional, maybe sort of we're embarking on, you know, that big gallery type way of being, you, know, you can still pick up like the reality of what that means for artists to connect and create something new. So we walk through, I mean, there's lots yeah, of spaces Yeah, I don't to,
0: want to spend too much time in each of rooms because I want to talk about the other stuff in here as well. Like uh, the other, the the plush exhibition and the other one. So we're going through these five rooms as if we're t- taking it in and experiencing.
1: The ceilings are high, you know, so you've got the same build, the same exhibition feeling. So the floor is the same, this pale grey rubberized floor, and all of the walls are bright white. And then the lights are very subtle on the walls, you know, it's dimmed light, so it's not striking light. It's not highlighting anything particular. There's no spotlights but all of the walls are you know, lit, so the artwork is really put front and centre. But like you said, there's no one piece in here which is being highlighted any more than the others. So it's, I suppose it's allowing a visitor to sort of pick out their own without any influence at all. Thanks for joining us for this episode. If you'd like to find out more about the special Baker Reynolds method of audio description, or you'd like to know more about Art Insight, you can find us on Instagram at Art Insight Podcast.
0: Till next time.